This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is Tactical Training. In today's episode, I'm going to give you the first installment of a tactical training on how to start to live a fully optimized life. So if you've been listening for quite some time to this podcast, you realize I discussed very often your purpose. And more importantly, your purpose statement. Right? Like, what is your purpose right now? Is it to be a mother, father? Is it to raise children? Is it to make money? Men, are you currently operating as a male genitalia in an ATM for your family? There's a chance that we all have been there before. Lord knows I was. I used to literally think that being a man meant going out, making money, coming home, putting food on the table, and just showing up. Occasionally, when things went the right way, or however I'd like to say it, I thought I was deserving of some sort of sexual intimacy. That was a fancy way of saying I thought I was a dick with an ATM. But that was mostly because I wasn't actually living with what my purpose was. Right, but you hear that all the time, especially in like the multi-level marketing world, the network marketing world. Like, what's your why? What's your why? You know, admittedly, when I went to Wake Up Warrior, Warrior Week, Warrior Week 47, that's Garrett J. White's brainchild out of Laguna Beach. If you want to know more about it, go to wakeupwarrior.com. That was one of the first questions. We had to write it down. What's your why? What's your why? What's your why? What's your why? And I had this long, drawn-out, goofy-ass why. Right? I say that from this perspective because my perspective has shift just as it will continue to shift. But my why was because my best friend Miles had died and because I had stories in my head and because I couldn't get past stuff with my father and all. Like, right? Like, that was my why. Why was I coming to Warrior Week? It's all nonsense. My actual why is myself. Then my wife and my daughter. That's it. That's simple. There is no other why. That's all there is. I got brutally clear on what my why actually was. Now, oddly enough, why and purpose to me are not the same thing. A why is why you get out of bed. Right? And in tactical training part two, we're going to cover a little bit more about the whys. How you get out of bed and all that good, happy stuff. But for right now, we're just going to talk about the purpose statement. The purpose statement is something that is an exercise that you yourself can actually go through. I want to share it with you right now. So this is part of my training for all of my one-on-one clients and even my mid-size group training. This is part of something that's a piece, a component of every group event that I host or will be hosting. This is a little bit of everything, but I'm going to give it to you complimentary. And the purpose statement starts with a simple exercise of trying to recall the last five times you felt great. Like you felt amazing. I think about it right now. As you're sitting here listening, what are the last four, five, six times where you just, man, you just felt like nothing could go wrong in the world? What were those times? Write them down on a sheet of paper. Be as descriptive as you can. You know, I felt like nothing could go wrong when I saw my wife walking down the stairs at Santa Monica, at Gladstone's, on May 19th, 2018, with the breeze blowing off the ocean and the sun high in the sky as I stood in front of my friends and family and watched my bride-to-be walk down the stairs, I was just convinced nothing could go wrong. That was the most incredible experience that I've had. 
Right? That is an example of what mine might be. Write those down. Write those five down. Now, unfortunately, I do always believe in the duality of life, the sum zero total, if you will, that the energy of the world always balances out. And what that means is we can't have the good without also having the bad. So another sheet of paper on another section, write down the five times where you felt least good. You know, for me, mine would be as descriptive as possible. My phone rings and it's sometime 2015, might even be 2014 now. Uh, I'll just say 2015, spring of 2015. My phone rings, I'm inside the office of a custom clothing company that I work for and I'm told I have a guest that's waiting for me outside. Could I come outside and greet them? Well, certainly I can. So I'm there for the appointment. I come downstairs. There's no one outside. And I keep waiting and waiting. And I decide to walk over to where my truck is parked in the side accessory lot. As I walk over to where the truck is parked, I see that the truck is now has a tow truck backed up to it as my truck was backed up against the wall. And the tow truck is putting its little lift underneath the front tires. The man, I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? So I walk over to the truck driver. He goes, are you Ryan? I said, well, I certainly am. He goes, well, I'm here to, unfortunately, repossess your car. I'm going to need your keys. I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. What do you mean? Full all well-knowing I have not made a car payment in two months. Knowing that I have enough cash in the bank to make the car payments, but it's going to zap our family from all the rest of the money to do everything else. And I remember the clothes I was wearing. I remember how hot the sun felt. I remember me sweating and rifling through my truck profusely, trying to get things out that I thought were of value, sitting in the front seat while the truck was on the hook, calling Ford Motor Credit, trying to negotiate to not have them take my truck. Oddly enough, they said, no, thank you. They took it. I remember how bad that felt that when I had to leave the truck, stand outside, head in my hand and call my wife and say, I'm going to need you to come and get me. She was my girlfriend at that point. Because the money that you thought I had, I don't actually have, and my truck has just been repossessed. I remember how that felt. So that would be one of the five things I'd write down on the negative side. Now, once you have at least your five positives and at least your five negatives, sit there with them for a moment and just remember how you felt in each of those. Once you remember how you felt in each of those, on lines below, write again one through five and write the emotions that you felt in each situation. Joy, happiness, love, compassion, whatever they could be. Write those down on each one of the five positives. Also write down each one of those on the five negatives. Now, in addition to those emotions that you have written down about every individual situation, simply sit there and write down and share verbs that are associated with that. Verbs are action items, things that make you take action to achieve those emotions on the both positives and negatives. At this point, you have a list of many, many positive emotions and verbs that create that and many, many negative emotions that create that. At this point, I want you to simply have the negatives and slide it out of sight. You already have it, right? You already need it. You already know what the negatives are. We don't want to look at those anymore. We just want the positives. And in the positive, what I need you to do is write down in a descending order all the words that you have as it pertains to the emotions that you feel. 
and the verbs associated with them. Write it down. It might take you two sheets of paper. It might take you 10. When you write it down, I want you then in descending order to take your first emotion, which let's say is love, and compare that to the second emotion. Let's say that's communication, or that could be a verb, however you want to say it. And then between love and communication, be honest with yourself. Which one of those would you rather feel every moment of every day? Well, for me, it's love. All right, so love wins. So make a little check mark next to communication because it loses. Love doesn't have a check mark next to it. Maybe the next, next word below communication is intimacy. Okay, so then you look at love and you compare it to intimacy. If you had to experience each one of those, either one of those, 100% of your time for any, any given day, which one would you rather experience? Oh, gosh, for me, I'll say I'd rather experience intimacy. Okay, so now love gets a check mark next to it. Maybe low intimacy is now communication. And so between intimacy and communication, which one would I choose? I would rather have intimacy. I think you get the point, right? You just keep comparing the two all the way down until you get all the way through the end of the list. There's going to be one word left that trumps all the rest. The one that you'd rather feel above all else. Write that at the top of the paper. Now, go back through that same list you created and do that same exercise one more time, eliminating the word love as though it was never even an option. Maybe this time the one you'd most feel is communication. So now you have two words at the top of that sheet of paper, love and communication. Now we can create a purpose statement based around those two words. And that purpose statement can be anything we want as long as it ties into the words I, myself, higher power, and others. So I am destined to experience love through servitude of a higher power and others by communicating. That's your purpose statement. And you sit here and say, well, that, that's, that's foolish. Why would you do that? That doesn't do anything. I'll challenge you on that for just a moment. When you look back at the times you felt most badly, the other sheet of paper, the sheet of paper that we've slid up to the right. And you look at that sheet of paper and you look at the times you felt least, least happy and you read your purpose statement versus the actual situations that were going on. I guarantee they don't overlap in any capacity. And you say, well, of course, those are very extreme examples. So let's make it not so extreme. Let's assume that in this moment, you like 90% of the populace are not ultimately all that happy in your job. You feel a little dead right now. You feel stuck, just like you're going through the motions. So what do we do? Read what your current job is versus your purpose statement and see if they align. If you feel dead, I will guarantee they do not feel in alignment. So now we have something. Now we can come up with a plan to find a job that can mimic your purpose statement. If your goal is to feel love through communication and you are in a cubicle and don't get to talk to anybody ever, there's a fairly good chance you are going to feel dead consistently. 
However, if you were able to find a product or service, hypothetically, that you found immense passion for, let's say that your mother or father was cured of cancer and they did something very special with I'll make up a product, a CBD product, and you just felt incredibly passionate that CBD is what fixed them, and then you went and you sold CBD. So you communicated with other people about a product that you love that you know made massive impact in your family's life. Now you're living in your purpose statement. And things feel more aligned. It seems like such an easy exercise, right? It can't actually be right. That can't actually get you to where you want to arrive to. I will challenge you, my friend, and say it absolutely can. Not only can it, it should. That's what it's designed for. You have the full ability to take back control of your life, but you must first decide what your purpose on this planet actually is. Sure, we'll talk about overcoming limiting beliefs. We'll talk about how to create healthy habits. We'll talk about creating a bridge to get you to the new place. We'll talk about creating plans. I'm going to just put it all out there in a tactical guide over the next 7 to 10 days. I'm just going to give it all to you. But what you'll find during that time is everything will revert back to some version of your original purpose statement that is tied to your top two emotions, the top two things that make you feel the best. And when you don't have daily activities that are in alignment with those top two, you're almost destined to achieve less than you're capable of. But those top two things are not only related to work, they're also related to the gym and to spirituality and to your interpersonal relationships, you know, the, the, the balance part of your life. If you need love and communication and your wife or husband or boyfriend or girlfriend is an introvert and does not speak to you and shuts down in communication, there is a reason as to why you feel like the relationship is not going to work. If you need love and communication but you go to the gym and you work out by yourself and you don't have any friends there and you haven't said hello to the trainers, you're going to dread going into that square box every day. No matter how good the results are, eventually you are more likely than not to give up. Your purpose statement is never wrong, my friends, and oddly enough, more times than not, this purpose statement is created by being the exact opposite of the traumatic instances that happened young in life. If you didn't feel loved and you never felt like you could communicate, more than likely, the purpose statement you need to live right now is the opposite of what you were seeking when you were young. And that's a great segue into what tomorrow's episode can be about. I'm going to drop this as a 10-part series. The 10 Tactical Training Protocol Methodology. I'm making up words to make it sound more important because it came to me right now. Basically, for the next 10 days, from right now until the end of the year, I'm going to give you tactical training tips on how to become better than you are, how to live a more optimized life. And if any of this is touching you, any of this is making sense to you, and you want more information, reach out to me at ryan at gsdmediagroup.com. I would be happy to provide more information and also talk about what it looks like to take a deep dive down this rabbit hole. Whether you decide to take a deep dive or not, I encourage you to take some action today. Go through this exercise and see what's possible on the other side. What I do know is when you see what's possible on the other side, you will 100% certainly get shit done. 